Hello and welcome to another episode of season 2 of the Dr Happy podcast brought to you by Juno Clinic. It's that time of the year when there are a dozen parties and shadis and general celebrations in the air. A bonanza for extroverts among us, but a rather anxiety inducing period for our shy friends. You know, the kind who always tuck themselves in in one corner of the room of a party. And here is an admission. I actually belong to that second category, so I totally get what this is all about. Yes, today I will be taking on shyness, social awkwardness, and introversion in this episode of your favorite podcast. So let's start with the example of Rakesh, a final year engineering student. He has always been an introvert. As a child, whenever they had guests at home, his mother had to literally drag him to the hall from the bedroom. Now things haven't changed much for him as an adult. While walking the street, if he sees someone familiar, he crosses to the other side to avoid talking to them. He hates attending family functions or parties and is tongue-tied on most social occasions. If forced to talk to people, he experiences nervousness, his hands shake and his palms become embarrassingly sweaty. He does not have any friends to hang out with. But not all things are as they seem. Rakesh has a secret life. When he comes home, he goes straight to his room and goes online. There on various chat forums his persona comes alive. From behind his computer screen, he emerges as an intelligent, articulate guy in the virtual world. He's well informed, has original opinions on various subjects. People find him funny, witty, and even charming. He's confident and in control. His parents have no clue what he's up to behind the locked door of his room. They urge him to go out and make friends. But Rakesh has many friends. Only they're online. So, who is the real Rakesh? The offline introvert or the online extrovert? He himself does not know. And Rakesh is not alone. Social awkwardness is a fact of life for many people, and the pandemic has pushed many more into their shells. These people feel secure in the anonymity that the internet has to offer, where there is no pressure of looking good or fit, there's no need to dress well or maintain a proper posture. and you can basically project yourself any way you want and you can bond with people of similar interests and tastes and there is no geographical restriction it seems like a perfect option doesn't it but unfortunately it's not so it may be possible that 50 years down the line the only meaningful relationships we will have would be with our gadgets and the people that live inside it but as of today we need to make and sustain warm and fulfilling relationships with the people around us because hey people are social animals but what is the problem you ask is it wrong to be shy uh no i wouldn't say that uh for example there are many people who are comfortable introverts they don't feel the need to interact with people all the time they enjoy their own company and are content with limited social contact and these are perfectly fine scenarios but for many other people the truth is something else they view themselves as unlikable ugly dull or maybe even boring and they're certain that the people around them will not like them 
and pass negative judgments about their looks, behavior or personality. So even though they desire to be in the company of other people, they feel highly socially anxious. As a result, they avoid company and seek solace online. They may prefer to be bold and appealing on an online platform rather than being awkward and hesitant in real life. They may lead double lives in secret uh, and do something that gives them short-lived pleasure but no long-term gain. Their feelings of inadequacy continue to worsen as they withdraw more and more into themselves. They feel trapped and unhappy but cannot seem to find a way out. This is not a dire or unsolvable matter and can be dealt with in a phased and systematic way. The first step is to eliminate the should and must in our thinking. It is wrong to assume that you have to look slim and beautiful, have the perfect hair or smile or wear certain types of outfits to be liked or popular. The truth is that nobody is perfect, neither are you. You are not a misfit in your group. You have simply given too much thought to other people's supposed opinions of you. In the very first episode of our first season of the podcast, I have spoken about how happiness begins with you. I urge you to revisit or listen to it. Just think about yourself and all the good that you have to offer and even if you believe that you have nothing to offer, I beg to differ. Because there is a secret to being liked and this applies to everyone. Even you. Yes, you. The secret to being liked is to be genuinely yourself and have a genuine regard for others. This simple trait supersedes all other qualities. And you know what the best part is? That this is easy to cultivate and practice. Start by making a list of three acquaintances with whom you would like to be friends with. Every day, Close your eyes for 10 minutes and think of all their good qualities. And the next time you meet them, try to look them in the eye, remember all those qualities and give them your most genuine smile. Your positive feelings for them will definitely reflect in your smile. And when you're thinking good thoughts about them, you're less likely to feel anxious about yourself. Follow the smile with a hi or a hello and see if a conversation starts. Give it time because I'm telling you, this works. Try it. Now the second biggest hurdle is labeling oneself negatively. You tend to think of yourself as maybe, I don't know, slow, clumsy or a diffident person. Don't you? And that, my friend, is a problem. This subconscious labeling can be rather injurious to your self-esteem. So I say, take a moment and deeply reflect on what you truly think about yourself. Now, ask yourself, why do you think that? Chances are that you have rated yourself very, very harshly. Um, here's a case in point. Let's take the case of Simran. Her classmates pushed her to do a solo song and dance at her school reunion last year and it was a bit of a flop. Her voice shook terribly and her dance looked a little funny maybe. Uh, people laughed and almost booed her. Since then, Simran thinks that she is quite the fool. She's come to believe that she will always perform miserably. Now, this manner of thinking is unwarranted because honestly, she is overgeneralizing one single event and punishing herself for a very small incident. She cannot let one bad day define her entire existence. And neither can you. The third factor is the perpetual need for approval or the fear of being judged by others. 
In the second episode of the first season of the Dr. Happy podcast, I have spoken about how wondering what other people will think is a huge barrier to our success. You could benefit by listening to it whenever you have the time. But let me briefly illustrate this point here. Roshan has severe acne, so he prefers to stay at home. Neha has put on some weight lately, so she avoids all family functions because she's afraid that her relatives will comment on her weight. Brijesh lost his job in the pandemic, so he has cut off from all his friends. Now, Roshan, Neha and Brijesh are all isolated and possibly lonely, but not by true choice. They have withdrawn out of fear because they need approval from others. They need to look and be in positions that they think are important for people to like them. So, when you set a condition that others should like you, remember that you will always be placing the ball in the other person's court. They can swing it any way they like and you will have no power over it. The day you stop desiring the approval of people and put yourself out there, you will realize that it is you who have been holding yourself back. Let go. Now is the time. Let go. The final and perhaps the biggest hurdle is seeking help in matters of the mind. Now, if you sprain your back while lifting a say heavy suitcase, you wouldn't hesitate to take physiotherapy to address your pain, would you? Well, the mind is just as important as the body. Now, many people believe that self-help is the best help. And maybe it is at times. But let me remind you that it is not the only kind of help that is available. There are a number of people who are trained to help you out of situations that you might find too complex or difficult to manage. Therapy for the mind can be an immensely clarifying experience. It can offer you a safe space where you can share your feelings and someone would actually identify and resonate with those feelings. That itself would be a huge relief, wouldn't it? Imagine being able to release all those pent-up emotions with a genuine and empathetic person who listens. That can be so therapeutic. Further, you can work on some of these strategies and more to become a bolder person. You could be helped in more ways than one. So, my dear listener, take my advice and don't hold back. Seek help now and it could prove to be a life-changing experience. I want to change your life because Dr. Happy wants to see you happy. So until the next time, be good to yourself and take care. I'll be back next week with another episode and address another issue. In the meantime, if you have feedback or questions, I'd love to hear from you. Write to drhappy2021 at gmail.com or follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. See you there.